This is a Saysaham Dynamite Productions. Morning, parental advisory is recommended. Oh, f- just listen. Hello to everyone in this big, vast universe. Thank you for downloading and listening. Follow, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever else. And please don't forget to share. You can follow me on Twitter at LyricalGabashi. Also, you can get your links and the latest episode of the show at LyricalSpit.com. You know what? You can help keep the show free for you all by buying some of our variety of swag at ButcherSpit.com. You can send your emails to LyricalSpit at gmail.com. And if you want to submit your music to Lyrical Spit, please send an MP3 format. You can also leave a message on the Lyrical Spit 24-hour hotline at 360-208-779. And you know what? We may just play your voice message on this show. If you've been living under a rock and you don't know who I am, I'm your host, the beast from the Middle East, the Yemeni maniac, the modern-day Sheikh Theifala, the Butcher Dobashi, and the proud... Yemen American. This is volume made of Lyrical Spit, and I'm broadcasting live from my compound in Tacoma, Washington. I am not a sports entertainer. I'm a professional wrestler that loves to entertain. Man, 2020 has been a crazy year so far. I want this show, Lyrical Spit, to be an escape for you all. But I really want to discuss about what's going on. This has been a problem for a long, long time. I'm going to start this show off with Dirty Tribe. And I will be right back with a special guest. You can check out Dirty Tribe and subscribe on YouTube. This is Dirty Tribe. Unwind. Give me a sign, oh give me a sign. A crack a bottle, roll it up, it unwind Cause we're here for a while, let's make it last I Slow it down, cause we're moving too fast Singing, oh, 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 oh Cause we're moving too fast Singing, oh, 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 oh. We are the sons of sublime The illegitimate stepchild The 311, cousins of the Incubi We touch the heavens Bodhi and the brethren manifested magic from the spirits in our skeleton. I'm picking up on the stimuli you putting down. Cruising in your whip across the busy town. Don't be in a rush, you should just slow it down. Don't be in a rush, you gotta slow it down. You look a little lost, now you've been found. You're easier to see when you slow it down. Laying with your lover, got to give him crown. Don't be in a rush, you should just slow, slow. Give me a sign. Crack a bottle, roll it up, it unwind Cause we're here for a while, let's make it last I Slow it down, cause we're moving too fast Slip me aside, or oh, give me a sign Crack a bottle, roll it up, it unwind Cause we're here for a while, let's make 
like the glaze atop the honey bun. Slow it down a little, let the time run. We got all day, let's have a little fun. Synchronize our minds and become one. Breathe in deep, aromatherapy. We could take a stroll down Owens Beach. I'll rub the soles of your pretty feet. That should help negate the sense of urgency. And I am not just speaking metaphorically. Hell, you like to keep the time normally. But time is precious, so we will certainly stretch this moment here and now for all eternity. Give me a sign, oh, give me a sign. I crack a bottle, roll it up, it up, and wine. Cause we're here for a while, let's make it last. I slow it down, cause we're moving too fast. Metaphorically, we gonna do it for eternity, say Give me a sign, oh, give me a sign I Crack a bottle, roll it up, it up and wine Cause we're here for a while, let's make it last Let's slow it down, cause we're moving too fast Singing, give me a sign, give me a sign Give me a sign Crack a bottle, roll it up, it up and wine Cause we're here for a while, let's make it last slow it down, cause we're moving too everybody fast. say Welcome back to the show, a man that wears many hats, an author, a lyrical artist, and much, much more. My man, the mighty KC Game. What's up, Tubashi? Pleasure to be back on Lyrical Spit. You know, it's a great little program you got going on with hip-hop and wrestling and and, 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 and your wonderful personality and opinion. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Well, you know... You know, I'm glad you're back on, and, and I was excited that you agreed to come back on. But it's been a crazy 2020 year so far. And like I said, you know, I don't want this show Lyrical Spit to be political. I want this show Lyrical Spit to be an escape for the people. That being said, you know, I, I want to talk about this current situation. And I think right now the cup hath tippeth over after the George, George Floyd incident. And I, I want to get your take on it. Um, I think you've seen these cycles that happen all over. It's not in the United States. You see it in Paris, London. And I think you have often, you have immigrant or poor 
minority neighborhood who might be outside of the class system of the mainstream and people who are affected by, you know, the, the, their country's war on drugs, poverty, lack of opportunity, and you kind of have like a, a kettle that's kind of ready to burst open. And usually what happens is, is some police brutality happens. And I think because the police are like the only face of the government that these people see, you know what I'm saying? So it's fuck right. the police because, A, they might think that the president is good and they might think their mayor is good and their governor is good, but it's fuck the police, you know what I mean? When rather, you know, it's the governors and the mayors and the presidents who are kind of setting the policies for these police and telling them what to do. Um, so I think it's, it, it, it's really interesting right now. I think these communities have a right to be fed up. I think that... There are a lot of people, the majority of Americans aren't really aware of the real current political system. So I feel like, you know, we have on the news a lot and it, and it because it's very popular. You have stories of black people getting killed by white police officers, white people, whatever. It's, they're popular stories. They don't represent the mainstream of what's happening in America. Just like on Fox News, you might have stories of, um, you know, white people getting killed by immigrants or something like that. When, when, when in fact the majority of black people who are killed are killed by black people, majority of white people who are killed are killed by white people. So there's a lot of um, kind of you know division, and I feel that the media kind of has a way to to, to focus people's rage on the police and not the government and not the the kind of political system. And the police will kind of become a scapegoat of what is wrong with America. And I do think that they're not handling it well either. I think that we have a militarized police force, which is like, so the police are coming like in, in, in your ideal neighborhood. And I think this is why people from white communities and black communities have different views of the police because in, you know, in an idealistic suburban community, the police are, they come when, when you call them, they help you. They get rid of the murderers and the rapists. They don't bother you. They don't stop and frisk you. They don't pull you over in your car. None of that. They're not out. They're not arresting your, your, your children for drugs. They're not, you know what I'm saying? So they might have the, the, the vision of the police as a kind of, you know, a good positive force. While in black communities, the police are used uh, to have quotas. So they have to arrest people. Even if everything's nice and people say they have to arrest people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be violent offenses. So we got a lot of people arrested for nonviolent offenses. So this is why you already have such underlying tensions between the, the black community and the police because you have uh, a system instituted by politicians to get police quotas to fill up these prisons for, mm -hmm. for, for, for these private prison systems. So you have a whole system and the police are just kind of the face of it. So they're getting the brunt of it. And I think people, you know, they're, they're, they're constantly seeing it on the news, black people getting killed by the police. Like it's, you know, it was like 2016. It was all these stories. It's interesting these happen only in every election cycle. Like during the four years between Trump and COVID, you didn't hear too much about Black Lives Matter or, or police brutality. But now we're coming towards the end of the election cycle and it's huge. It's, 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 it's massive. It's a massive political disruption uh, going on. So I feel I, I'm really happy that people are lashing out at the system. I wish they would know more about the system and see that it isn't just police brutality and then see that the same government that is uh, oppressing Americans here are also bombing and killing brown people in Libya and Yemen and um, they're destroying communities in South America. They're destroying communities in Central America, like Honduras. And I, I think really the media is such a, um, 
such a catalyst for the way people think and they ignore so many things. So when I see the media focusing so heavily on police brutality, I'm thinking they're trying to distract people from what matters. You know what I mean? And not, not George life, Floyd's life definitely matters. All black lives matters, whether they're killed by the police, whether they're killed by, um, uh, urban, ur- urban, urban crime, whether they're killed in drug war violence, you know, whether it's car accidents, drug overdoses, anything, all, all lives, black lives, matter and also people i think people don't realize in america because if you watch the protest system like the history of protests in america i think you had the civil rights movement which coincided with the vietnam war protests so the same people that were for black rights were also against the wars you know what i'm saying right right what happened was was martin luther king was killed for his opposition to the war so they let the kind of black civil rights movement kind of continue but they uh ineffectually kind of really put a big damper on the war movement. And if you even go on to, you know, the 2000s, some of the biggest protests in the world were against George Bush's war in Iraq when he first started in the 2000s in, in, in London. And then you had Occupy Wall Street, which was a, a protest movement against, um, you know, the upper class, the 1%, the the, the military industrial complex, the, the banks, the kind of the big shot people who run it. And then now I think you see Black Lives Matter, which is against the police. And the police are kind of the lowest part of the, you know, the political tandem pole. You have your big banks, you have your media, you have your politicians, you have your, uh, you know, your governors, your senators, your congressmen, and then your mayors. And then under your mayors, you might have, you know, other people. And at the bottom of the kind of the government structure is the police. They, it, it seems like they have power because they take power over people in certain situations, but they only have that power because of the people in power who gives them that power. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So right. I, I, I feel that a lot of people should be placing the outrage, not just fuck the police, but fuck the Democratic Party, fuck the Republican Party, fuck the mayors, fuck the governors, fuck the congressmen, fuck the senators, fuck the previous president. You know what I mean? Fuck right. the previous vice president. Do, do you, all of them, because all of them have contributed to this. Do you think globally? Do, do you think there's good cops out there? Oh yeah, I grew up with tons of good cops. Okay, there's there's a, there's a lot of people who. Um, I grew up in a in a nice, economically diverse neighborhood mm-hmm. where there isn't too much of where the drug trade's bad, but it's not super bad. I think a lot of people do be, do start off as good cops. But you do get a lot of corruption. I think a lot of people focus on police brutality when, like, drug corruption is so right. serious and rampant and kind of ignored in the police department. A lot of a lot of police officers are selling drugs and working with the criminals that they're supposed to be persecuting, and that's kind of totally ignored. But I know I, I know good cops. I've done investigations with good cops. I have I've had good cops who've been my sources as a journalist. Um, as I said, you know, a number of people I grew up with became police. But I think. The friends I grew up with were able to become good police because they were in a non-corrupt police department. Mm-hmm. I think a lot, a lot of times there are police departments where the culture is either so corrupt or so brutal that if you come in like, yeah, I want to start bad guys, you know what I mean? I want to be positive with ideals. You'll be corrupted because of the corruption in the department and the kind of the military outlook that the police department is kind of forced to have. Because I think, you know, there's good soldiers. There's good soldiers who go to Iraq, and they might, you know, they might like little kids and everything. But once you're given that occupying role, you're the, the, the these people are your enemy. So it's kind of, it's harder. So I, I, 
I do think there are good cops. I think there, I think there, there is a very bad police culture. I think just similar to, um, to a lot of places, you know, a lot of places, you know, my job, if, 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 if one of my coworkers tells my boss that I, you know, took a, took a two hour lunch break, I'm going to be upset because, you right. know, even though what I did was technically wrong because, you know, most places will there's kind of, you know, honor among your comrades. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, not only gangs, but they were like a kind of no snitching policy. So did that kind of allows police corruption to go r- rampant, not only brutality, but as I said, uh, drug corruption, which is huge. Yeah. Kind of. In- and the fact is, you know, people are talking about defund the police, but the police don't make too much money. <clears throat> so I don't know if you're going to defund the police and you're going to reduce their salaries. They're just going to start selling drugs. There's more drugs than they're already selling. You know, speaking, so, of, speaking of that, they, they want the police, uh, you know, de-weaponized too, you know, and because, you know, they got a lot of, you know, so-called military equipment. That pl- being said, playing devil's advocate, Say they did uh, downgrade their weaponry and stuff like that. Do you think that would be a good thing or a bad thing? Because, you know, the criminals on the streets, you know, they could get some serious uh, firepower. Do you think, you know, do you think? But, I, but, but, but the issue is, is, is not that they're using it against the criminals on the street. And they do have, you know, special SWAT teams and things that are, you know, used. I think everyone talks about one of the reasons for the so-called militarization of the police was the big L.A. bank shootout, right. which inspired the movie Heat. Uh-huh. So after that, when when a certain police, but I think what I've seen, I've actually uh, in 2004 when the Red Sox won the World Series, you know, I went out to celebrate, and man, you should have seen some of the tanks and weird stuff. <laughs> and this is not stuff that they're using on um, criminals, you know, they're not running up on in, in in on gangs or they're not trying to catch pedophiles with these motherfuckers. They're right. they're using them to control crowds. So. When people are over the militarization of the police, it's more of an occupying force rather than, you know, being prepared for someone with an AR-15 or, or, or body armor or such. And I'm sure, you, you know, special cases, and those are kind of rare cases. They do have special forces that right. do come in when, you know, you do have those examples. But I think people's issues is with everyday police having these these weapons because there's a difference between the police, they're here to protect and serve. Right. At the end of the day, you're here to help the community. You're not here to occupy the community and threaten and control the community. And I think that's a, a, a big issue right now. And I think, I think at least, hopefully, if anything, we can really take a look at how we can change the way policing works. Because, I mean, speaking as a citizen, I, 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 I want to see the murderers in jail. Right. I'd like to see the rapists in jail. I would especially like to see the pedophiles in jail. If someone is, you know, breaking into apartments and stealing stuff, you know, I would like to see them in jail. If someone's smoking crack, you know, it, it sucks. They're fucking up their life, but I want to see them in jail. If someone is, you know, selling weed or selling a uh, type of drug, you know, maybe because of lack of jobs just to you know, feed their family, feed themselves, I don't want to see uh, them in jail. So I think if we have a, a totally different type of policing that focuses on violent crime, Rather than you know drug trade and 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 other nonviolent issues, trespassing, harassment, we get rid of these police quotas and we start really rewarding police for you know when like when I grew up, I thought the police were cool because they're on TV, they were catching rapists, they're right. catching bad guys, <laughs> they weren't out there beating up fucking old men, they weren't out there fucking putting their neck on civilians, they were really get and I know obviously it's fantasy, but they were getting rid of people who pose a threat to 
to me, to good people like me, because if you have people who are rapists, God forbid they rape men, they might rape me. Or if, or if they're raping women, they could rape my sister, rape one of my friends. So I, I, if someone's a murderer, you know, they could kill me. They could. So I, I want to see these people off the streets. And I, I get and, and And I think if we can get back to policemen doing that, I think the community will be a lot more receptive of them when they're out there arresting murderers rather than they're outside arresting, you know, 12 year old kids for smoking weed or, or trespassing or, you know. Right. Right. You know, another thing too, is like, I see a lot of people arguing about all lives matter. And then they're saying, well, you know, black lives matter, which all lives matter. But you know, reason I'm bringing that up, I think people need to be educated more and more communication. Cause like I posted on social media, they want, you know, uh, united we stand and divided we fall, you know, and they want right. us to fight yeah. it. And I reposted, yeah. Yeah. I, I reposted, I had this little black girl had the sign and it, it was touching and it, 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 I think it sums it up. And w- w- when she had the sign, it said, we stand black lives matter. Never said only black lives matter. And then, yeah, and then it said, I saw that as well. Yeah, we just need to, your help with hashtag Black Lives Matter for being black lives are in danger. So and I think if, pe- right. if people just focus on that and, 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 you know, with the issue, you know, I think, I know, I think people just need to what, learn more and stop being so defensive of the other people. I mean, what, what's, right. your, what's your take? I mean, my, my take is I, I, I think. Right now, you have a situation in a world where you do have you have you know, 12% of people who are African-American in this mm-hmm. country. And then you have a, a lot of people who who support African-Americans who are fans of African-American cultures. They might have African-Americans in their families. They might have, you know, really close African-American friends. And there's a significant amount of those people who might ally themselves with African-Americans. Then you also have people who maybe don't grow up around African-Americans who might be influenced by Fox News, who might be uh, a little bigoted. And this, and I think police brutality affects overwhelmingly poor people, right? Overwhelmingly right. black people too, but the, the, the real factor that shows are you, how likely you are is to kill by the police is not your skin color, it's your economic condition. So I think there is a, a especially effort, I mean, if you look at, you know, Trump supporters versus, you know, the, the black working class, uh-huh. the poorest groups in America, Right? right? And if they would link up together and say, hey, you know, we both don't like the government. You don't like the government telling you you can't go outside during lockdown. We don't like police sitting on our neck and telling us what we can't, we can't do either. There's a force. So there's definitely an effort to put, to, to, to make white people racist against immigrants, to make those white people fearful of black people, to make black people against all white people, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to create a, a general anti-police because like i say the police represent if you're a working class white person you probably have a cop in your family because it's a job you can get it's not a wall street banker job it's not a professor job it's not a it's not a media job it's not a job you need a college education for so if you're a working class white person you might have a, a a family member who is uh as a police, and then so you might see his attack on one police officer, his attack on all police officers. And the fact is, they've they're, they're put in tough conditions by uh, by uh, our, our government. They're put to occupy neighborhoods that don't want them there. They're um, they're 
held to be responsible for the drug trade that American CIA kind of created, you know, which created a lot of violence, which they have to worry about. And then, you know, if you watch the 80s, they're having attacks on the police by some of these gangs, which were created by the kind of crack era from the CIA. So um, I really, I, I, I think, I, I really hope people just kind of wake up and realize it's, it's bigger than the police. It's, 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 it's the whole government, it's the whole system. Is we really, you know, people are talking about defunding the police, which I think is a great idea, or I think it's refunding the police, like get rid of their military equipment, give them some better salaries so they don't have to sell drugs, and 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 and, and then they're more fearful of losing a job. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I think the problem is too is like there there are some cups that are in there like wow I'm in here to make good I want to better the community, but then you, you'll see billboards, you know. They, they're, they're trying to recruit cops. I mean, you just need a high school diploma. That's it. And pass their, you know, their criteria and, and the police academy. And they're hired, you know, and what starting salary say, what, I'm just guessing $50,000. Now, I'm pretty If you're lucky, you did. Yeah. Right. Well, your city. Well, but what I was and that, doesn't, that doesn't get you anywhere in New York. Exactly. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that. Whatever it is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, okay, that's a job. And I think a lot of, there's a, I'm not saying all cops, cops but I'm sure like, there's some cops are just doing it and they don't love their job and they're like, oh, it's just a job. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I think probably a lot, you know, like when, when kids are growing up, like you play cops and robbers, you ask right. a, kid, a lot of kids what they want to do when they're older. They say, I want to be a police officer because, you know, it looks cool. They have uniform, they have powers, they have guns, you know what I mean? That's a cool thing as you know as a kid you you think guns are cool you think uh authorities cool uniforms cool cars are cool there's so many you know movies and tv shows about police officers so that you know people do come in with maybe good attitudes but then you know you just get so corrupted when you're not when the resources are taken away from chasing you know pedophiles and rapists and murderers to chasing nonviolent drug offenders like how satisfying is that really? Like, you know, if you're a police officer and you take down fucking John Gotti, that's big, but how satisfying is it putting a 12 year old in jail for smoking marijuana? Right. Like what, what is the big, like moral, oh, are you going home? Like, yeah, I took him off the streets. You know, you're, so it's, it's, I, I, I feel like America needs change from the top down. Not, and the, and the police is the bottom up. Police is the bottom, the lowest level of government. It needs to be changed from the top down. And I see people like Barack Obama and George Bush, you know, talking about anti-police brutality when these people are responsible for so much brutality through their illegal wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, Yemen. Well, like right now, since you brought it up, right now, you know, I got family in Yemen. There's a genocide in Yemen right now. And and right. how about Libya? You know, after they took out Gaddafi, there's an open slave market there right now. I mean, right, yep. it, I mean, it's all that over was the place. Ten years ago, it hasn't gotten better. It absolutely clean. I remember during the election, she said, oh, it's going to get better. It's gotten worse. There's, there's a whole new war in Libya, a whole new civil war. It's been in a state of perpetual civil war since they killed Gaddafi. It's thousands upon thousands have died. It's, yeah, and, and, it, and it's become a cesspool for uh, Islamic extremism, yep. terrorism, slavery, uh, human trafficking on and on well before we end this subject what what do you think needs to be done for this you know for for this to get better i mean i mean it needs to really change from the top down i think we need and it can't be just 
voting out Donald Trump and putting in uh, a Democrat who has instituted the same policies for the past four years that have led to this condition. So it really, and, and I don't see people waking up anytime soon. I really made I like, I think it, within this four years, you know, I think Biden might use it to rally the black vote around him or I don't know, and then continue the same as Obama. You know, there was it's not like police brutality stopped under Barack Obama. Right. You know, it's, right. It's, well, you know, a black president can stop it. So I don't think, I don't know how Joe Biden's going to stop it. So what I think the country needs to uh, totally revamp its whole political system, the media, the, uh, the Republican Party, the Democratic Party need to be abolished and defunded. Hopefully we can get some new new forward thinking political parties that really represent the youth and not the corporations and the small percentage of rich people. Yeah. Well, I just want to get this out there and I've been saying this since my New Year's resolution and a little before that. I'm not saying it's true, but I hear Hillary Clinton's popping up. I I've been saying I have this weird, eerie gut feeling that Hillary Clinton's going to pop up and slip in at the last second and go for the presidential race. Yeah, maybe that or the vice president or something. I feel <laughs> she thinks she's owed it. Um, I don't know what it's going to take to get Biden to step down. I'm really disappointed in Bernie Sanders for not kind of continuing the fight and with so many people who believed in him. Well, you know what's going to happen if she's vice president, right? No, Biden's going to get killed. <laughs> Yeah, or suicided. (laughs) Yeah, the clan body count. Yeah. Well, brother, let's let's take a break. Why don't you introduce this next song, and we'll be right back. This song is from um, Nate, who I work with and manage, and it's featuring my man King Sorrow, produced by the Deity Complex, and it talks about a lot of the issues going on right now in a lot of urban cities. It's called Burn It Down. We'll be right back. So if you're asking me, why is it that our campaign has created the kind of momentum that it has? I think we are touching a nerve with the American people who understand that establishment politics is just not good enough. We need bold changes. We need a political revolution. Uh, Burn it down, burn it down. Burn it down to the ground. Burn it down, yo. I ain't no Bernie, bro. I ain't got no problems with Bernie or Burton Ernie's attorney. Mr. Burns portfolio, chocolate cream Oreos. Cream get the money, but hands and corn holios. Corn dogs and apple pies. Startup tech company, apple buys. Rest in peace, post when rappers die. Rappers delight. Rap a lot records. Above the rim with Thomas Shepard. Honest efforts. Honest aid versus dollars made. Hand dealt as your car to spade. Speaking tongues it ain't hard to say. God is great. Break the cheese, break the leaves For money trees made out of make-believe Make up by Maybelline Mix the syrup with the Sprite till it made you lean Writing captions for your favorite meme Hit the front-facing camera on your iPhone Face the screen Go live so you make a scene Burn it down Burn it down to the ground Burn it down, burn it down Burn it down to the ground Burn it down to the ground Burn it down, burn it down Oh. I ain't even gonna act like I'm good with the goofy political shit happening. Knee slapping, comedic actions. A pack of laughing, joking, numb nuts, chucklehead, cluster fucks, cracking, duck. A brand new bird flu, batting wings, lathering, battered chunks, cheddar cheese and hat for lunch. I had the coronavirus, shit is real, I burnt it out. 
burnt out my nose and my mouth Went out of speech from Bernie Burnt sleeping with the burn around You ask me, I think I moved on from Bernie To burn that shit down in the streets with a can of kerosene But he's bugging another part of the problem Stuck in the process, still plotting Cause his paper's cut short and so are his options but it's nice, you know, kill the mic, kill me dead with a mic in my hand at night next to my civil liberties and human rights. I burn it all down because we could use the light. Burn it down, burn it down to the ground. Burn it down, burn it down, burn it down to the ground. Burn it down to the ground. Burn it down, burn it down. Maniacs that have stuck with me through the thick and thin, train, said their prayers, and eat their vitamins. Be a survivor, man. Don't smoke, it's a joke. We are back and still hanging out here with me, the mighty KC Gang. What do you got What's going, going on, Dubashi, man? Uh, you know. Man, you know, let's look. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you know, sorry to keep stepping on you. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We were just talking about some deep stuff, but let's lighten the mood and let's let everyone out there know what kind of projects you got going on and going on in the music scene. Well, right now I'm still running mvgen.com. That's a um, music video generator website. We use GIFs and keywords to make uh, music videos. So it's real cool, everyone. Any musicians out there looking for an outlet to put their music? Definitely go to mbzen.com and we're working with a great female MC by the name of Merz, the Big Body Bend. She had a real good, she had a really dope project produced by my man, uh, King F. Sorrow, called The Many Faced Goddess. A really amazing project. And then also, um, Mankind is continuing. They're going to have a real, real dope project called Election Year. Their first project, I think they put out in 2016, or maybe second project, nice. was called Election Year. So this is the new, the sequel to it, obviously. So it's going to really, reflect a lot of what's going on with COVID and the pro- the protests and the riots. And, um, yeah, my man, like who I brought up also, my man, um, King SR, a.k.a. Frantic S. Pistols, he's producing a lot of great work. He produced a lot of the, the project for Merge the Big Body Band. He just produced a, a song that we played earlier for, by Nate of Mankind called Burn It Down. So, you know, just I'm really trying to work with artists and try and, uh, curate the best, most creative hip hop and other forms of music, and put them all on the internet, and 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 get get them out there, help them go viral, help people put music on their pages, and you know I'm I'm chipping in a little lyrically and and, and taking notes at a time, and and taking my little notes and and rhyme for what was going on. I might put out some stuff soon, but you know it's really right now it's about mankind and merge the big body bends and um. King F. Sorrow and R.E.G., a.k.a. Reg, coming out soon. So, you know, there's it's, it's a lot of good music coming out from people I know. And then, you know, I just I, I still love Griselda Records. All you wrestling fans out there, definitely go check for um, West Side Gun, Conway, and Benny the Butcher. I don't know if he had it first before Dubashi, who was the first butcher, but uh, <laughs> definitely check for them. Uh, they got a lot of, they got a Mr. T song. You know, they got a R.I.P. Bobby Heenan song, like a lot of dope wrestling-related content. So they got a lot, and we've got a lot of their videos on MV Gen. So if you want, if you want to see some old wrestling footage, some old Mr. T, Hulk Hogan type stuff, and also hear some dope hip hop, definitely go to the MV Gen. My, actually, it's my it's my YouTube page, Casey Game. 
that's that that's where we put all the best uh MBCM videos right now. Or you go to the, the our daily motion page, which is like uh similar to YouTube. Nice, nice. So what do you think about the music scene? Uh what's going on out there? Yeah. What what do you think um what's your what's your opinion of it? I mean, I think it's it's it, it's all right. It's interesting. I feel like um I really want to see how this kind of sparks these protests sparks like, you know, the politicization of, of, of a lot of young rappers who maybe weren't too political. Cause I remember how the 92 riots kind of definitely had a big effect on nineties hip hop and also how, you know, nineties hip hop had effect on, on the riots. So, um, I think, you know, right now the, the, the corporations have kind of controlled the, the mainstream for a while. I feel they might've lost control now. I feel that they might realize that at least hip hop as a, as, as a black art form can't really be, um, held down and uh, censored and, and, and kind of contrived. So I see a lot of support for black music from from media. And we'll see how long, how long that goes and to see if they really support it as, as it becomes more and more revolutionary. But uh, I'm optimistic about the youth. I don't, I'm not like, the, the stuff that's on the radio has its purpose. But there's really a lot of dope music that's on like band camp or college radio or internet radio that, 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 that that's really, you know, making waves and changes kind of uh, beneath the surface. Yeah. Now, what do you think about Takashi Six Nine? You know, he's got out, and him and Snoop Dogg's been going at it back and forth. Um, do you think? I mean, he's, I, do you think he's safe? Do you think you know he might? You know, someone might try to uh, take him out or what? I think someone might do something to him, but I think like as long as he stays in his house, he's all right. I think like. As a wrestling fan, he's like a heel. You know, he's a right. Roddy Roddy Piper. He's a he's a bad guy. He makes it interesting. And those, I mean, for me, those those are the guys who make wrestling interesting. The good guys are always kind of boring. It's always the the assholes who get attention. And if you really want to look at go back to how big wrestling has influenced sports, Muhammad Ali was influenced by a wrestler by the name of Gorgeous George. I was right? just talking about that with someone. Yep. And Gorgeous George would just made him out, made him out to be an asshole, made everyone want to beat him up. He was almost a Takashi type. And Ali used that kind of bravado and kind of the almost trolling of opponents that, that, that came from the wrestling world, and he applied it to mainstream sports. And then obviously with pro wrestling, it's become a, a real big thing. But I think he's it's, it's hard for me to like look, look, look at him as a real human being. It's more like a character on a TV show. You know, it's fiction. It's entertainment. I follow what he does. You know, I follow him on Instagram. I, I check his answers. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of his. Right. Uh, but but I am watching the car crash, and, you know, it's entertaining. You know, it's like if you're watching a, a gangster movie and, you know, you have a Sammy the Bull character, you, you know he's a snitch, but he's entertaining, and you want to see the want to see what happens in the end so do you think it's that's hurt, it, yeah. do you think his fan base got hurt over this it looked like he still got some followers no no, no. I mean if the, I, hip hop is compromised on like a street level I mean there's there's only there's not that many like real street gangsters who live by a, 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 a no snitching code there's a very small few right. percent of people in the black community you know what I'm saying who maybe have maybe because you know violence is, is kind of sexy and cool in the media that they kind of get bigger, like overrepresented that. But the vast majority of Americans are, you know, tax citizens. I mean, they don't care if they're, they're looking for entertainment. They're not looking for like moral, they're not looking for a moral street code from, from the rappers they listen to. 
So I, I mean, I say they probably grew, you know, because he got more and more attention from that court case. He was in the news even more. So probably his fan base probably even grew after he started performing. Now, amongst your peers and other artists, is he looked down upon? It really depends who, 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 who. Like, I'm not, like, my friends who might have lived, like, street life and had, had some type of code who might have been snitched on, who might, you know, take the the, the street ethics and hip-hop he is. But a lot of my friends, I think, are still just entertained by him like they were before. So it's not, the it's not he was never a hero. You know, he's never a hero of mine. He's just been, you know, it's like a cartoon character. It's like Bugs Bunny. It's like, you know. If I found out Bugs Bunny snitched, I don't think I would really care. I would still watch him fucking get right. shot by Elmer Fudd and do the same shit he did before. I, I I wouldn't care that he told on Roger Rabbit or something, you know. Bottom line, he's making that paper. Everyone, that's the goal, right? Making paper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's kind of trumped everything in hip-hop. A long time ago, like, people, there was, there was one upon a time in hip-hop where if you were you were called like a pop sellout, uh-huh. and like rappers would say, I would rather have respect than a lot of money, and I'd rather live by clothes than have money, and that's kind of gone out the window now. It's like I have money and you don't, so you're a broke hater, you know. So right, right. So what what are what's the latest project project you're working on now? Um, the project I've been promoting most recently, Merge the Big Body Ben. She had a, a real great album and they've got a real great song, Talk to Myself, featuring Mankind, who I managed. Um, so I have a whole bunch of dope videos for that. Um, another great, good artist, Just the Facts, I've been working with. He just released a, a new project with a South African producer called Blue Buttons. I have a whole bunch of videos for that one. And then, um, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm not really focused on putting out any albums or EPs myself. I'm definitely taking a lot of stuff in. I'm definitely jotting notes down musically. And then when the time comes to, to, to manifest, all the ideas and words and stuff to have into some type of project, I'm, I'm going to do it. But, you know, right now I'm living vicariously through Mankind and Merge the Big Body Bands and uh, King of Sorrow and, and, and the crew and, and helping them out through MB Gen and looking forward to when I get back to putting out music myself and collaborating with people. Nice, nice. Now, before we talk about this next song, let's talk about where people could check out your work and, and, and everything you do and how they could uh, get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my YouTube channel has not not only does it have like my music, it has Mankind's music, it has um West Side Gun and Conway, it has King of Sorrow, it has so if you wanna check out my music and also M V Gems, check out my YouTube channel, Casey Game. And that's also my Facebook, also my Instagram. If you if you check Instagram you see little one minute clips of my music or music from um artists that I work with and promote. So yeah, Casey Gaines, C-A-S-E-Y-G-A-N-E. You could YouTube Mighty Casey, um, see what you get. Um, yeah. Awesome. Check, awesome. Out, uh, check out Mighty Casey on, on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all the streaming services, et cetera. Mankind, I do a lot of a few collaborations with them. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and nice. Amazon Music. Yeah. Nice. All right, our next song we got come. Let's talk about a little, about, little bit about that. Well, obviously, right now, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of stress, uh, unemployment, anxiety. Um, a lot of parents are going to have to deal with a lot of extra pressure of raising children full-time, 24-7. So this song is, is, is a real positive reinforcement song that people could listen to in the morning. Make them feel good about all the positive aspects of life. 
and kind of teach them how to give themselves some positive re- reaffirmation because in these times it's really easy to get down on yourself when times are bad around us it's really easy to get down on yourself and to to feel bad about yourself and to fall into depression and music is one way that helps us kind of fight those those feelings and this song is i think is a great example of it and it's Mercy big body bends who i was talking about before uh with mankind and it's called talk to myself produced by king f sorrow and i, I highly recommend everyone listen to this song once a day it'll make your day go a lot better all right any last words or anything else you want the great listeners out there to know well, my book, Inside the CIA's Seagull War in Jamaica, is still in stores. If you haven't bought it, buy it. If you haven't read it, read it. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Um, yeah, MV Jen, the artist I'm working with, my book. Um, yeah, check all that stuff out, man, and be on the lookout for Casey Gaines. Awesome, awesome. All right, do the honors and introduce the next song. This song is by Murs, the Big Body Benz called Talk To Myself, featuring Mankind. This is the way I talk to myself. <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, man, love you, man. Be safe. And I appreciate you. I love you, you too, man. Be safe. All right, I appreciate you, and we'll be right back yep. right after this. Yep. Peace, my brother. Yep. Peace.
makes you unstoppable, impenetrable. Master setting your attention and it's inevitable. I talk to me nice, I repeat myself off in love. I talk to me twice, like a twice a day vitamin. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. I only speak life since I'm alive today. Today's the day I'ma make a way, make a wish. Master me like Master P when I make him say, Made the great, not cause I didn't make mistakes, but the willpower and amazing grace changed my fate. Life is good, living life just like I should. Whoever don't like it, they can like this wood. I don't pray I manifest. What's the way to say this best? If I ain't got nothing good to say, then I'm saying less. Yo, Nate, I ain't got a lot to say today. I'm stressed, but Big Body told me to take it off my chest. So I rolled the paper plane and I blazed it on the steps. Old lady told me that's a way to get arrested. So I helped her with the groceries. We made it up the steps. She made me say a prayer, then she made me say amen. You want a devil's lettuce? No, you say you need a friend. You know that your real friends on only day you can depend. And you said you were a writer, then relate us with your pen. Then say it to the sky and say it all again. And make yourself a god before the day it all ends. And you see the pearly gates and hesitate to walk in. I wasn't feeling good today, but I smiled when I heard that black woman You're say, beautiful, you are amazing. Man, huh? This is how I talk to myself. You're powerful, there's no mistaking This is how I talk to myself This is how you talk to yourself Be kind when you talk to yourself Words have power, words have meaning Try, try to be kind when you're speaking Try, try to be kind when you're speaking You might have to remind me this weekend Merch, be kind when you're speaking Words have power, words have meaning Try, try to be kind when you're speaking Shout out to Mel O. Check out our new book and podcast titled Finances, the Other F Word. And you know what? She'll be a future guest on Lyrical Spit. And you know what? I'll be on her show too. Stay tuned. Our email address is lyricalspit at gmail.com. And you could also submit your music and info there. Help keep the show free and buy some of our swag looking apparel at butcherspit.com. And you can get all of our links at lyricalspit.com. You can follow me on Twitter at lyricaldobashi. You know, I figured I would skip emails and I would get back to them on our next show. Instead, I decided to share a quote from the late, great Muhammad Ali. That I have hanging right here in my studio. We all have the same God. We just serve him differently. Rivers, lakes, ponds, streams, oceans. All have different names. 
but they all contain water. So do religions have different names, and they all contain truth expressed in different ways, forms, and times. It doesn't matter whether you're a Muslim, a Christian, or a Jew. When you believe in God, you should believe that all people are part of one family. If you love God, you can't love only some of his children. On that note, I'm going to end this show with the billion-dollar showgirl, Deborah Boston. But you know, I was thinking about all this madness that was going on in the world, and I came up with this quote. Hate don't beat hate, but love has a chance. Check her workout on SoundCloud. This is the billion-dollar showgirl Deborah Boston singing Louie. Stay safe, and Epstein didn't kill herself. Louie, don't ask me, I don't know what to Please don't